And hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Frazier and Dieter's Business Speed. I'm John Ray, uh, sitting alongside Roger Lesby. Roger. Good morning, John. How are you? I'm doing great. Roger, if I couldn't see you, I wouldn't recognize your voice. You've, you've been cheering on those breaks. Yeah, how about that? We got through uh, We got through tax season October 15th, and Saturday night I was lucky enough to be, uh, be at the Braves game and uh, watch the Braves with a walk-off in the ninth inning beat the Dodgers. Didn't, yeah, didn't think it could be any more exciting. And then the next night they walk off again in the ninth inning. So we're up 2-0. But yes, you can hear it in my voice. And we're going to make you go to every game from now on. You're a good luck charm. Well, that would be perfect for me. <laughs> that's awesome. I know what a big baseball fan you are. So that's great. Uh, great. You, you got to see that. Keep cheering them on. Um, but speaking of uh, some guys we want to cheer on, uh, we've got, we've got uh, HVH Mechanical Partners. We've got Craig Harrison. And Kevin Van Horn uh, from HVH Mechanical Partners. Guys, welcome. Hey, thank you. Hey, thank you. Thanks for having us. Yeah, great to have you here. Let's talk about HVH Mechanical Partners and how you're serving folks out there. Well, so I'm Craig Harrison, CEO. I basically manage run accounts, uh, chase work much as we can. So we manage um, high-end clientele. We do basically um, heavy industry. We do data centers, hospitals, uh, HVAC, and plumbing. Um, we're not really um, – you see a commercial van riding around this HVAC. We, that's not really our industry. Um, we're more of mechanical, uh, custom piping, fabrication, uh, which is you know pretty, our, pretty much our forte. And um, so, yeah, that's what we do. So I don't need to call you to come service my, my HVAC unit in my home. No residential. Okay. No residential. Okay. I'm yeah. sorry to hear we that. We steer clear. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, some pr- that's a, a much different kind of client than that you're working for, right? It is. It is definitely. It's, um, you know, it's a, we're actually a union contractor, so we partner with Local 72, mm-hmm. and we um, recruit guys from there, and we have an apprenticeship program. And if you're a high schooler, uh, you know, we go to high school career days a lot to chase – to chase these guys because labor shortages right now. Um, we like to see, I like to see diesel mechanics or mechanics because if you're mechanically inclined, the machines we work on, mm-hmm. I mean, you need to know how to, how to turn wrenches. So, and kids these days don't want to do it. So, right. But, and the, you know, the industry is getting to where people are retiring and getting out and it's, it's hard. It's just a struggle to find, to find labor right now. And it's a, it's a good gig for a high schooler though. Definitely get into it. It, it really is. And they need to understand what the rewards are uh, oh, yeah. within this industry. Yeah, definitely. No, it, it, it it's a lot. I, like I said, I, I think trade schools are a, <clears throat> a thing to go to right now. You don't mm-hmm. have any student debt. You go to the apprenticeship program. It's a five-year deal. You go two nights a week. Uh, you work during the day. Uh, and then the good thing about, you know, local 72 guys in the, in the, in the union is <clears throat> the contractor buys all your tools. Um, if you're a service guy or a good fitter, you're going to get a company vehicle. Uh, you turn out, you, you know, you start out, you start out, you work a couple of years. Once you turn out though, I mean, you're going to make hundred, hundred twenty five thousand dollars a year, you know, plumbing HVAC. So mm. it's, it's you very, can't beat it. very possible. Yeah. yeah. And if you're two young guys, uh, maybe you own the company as well, right? That's right. That's right. Yeah, definitely. You know, I mean, your your apprenticeship program, you're not only um, learning a trade. You you got personal development you're learning on. So you learn how to deal with different types of people. I mean, you know, a lot of a lot of things people don't realize is um, 
your personality goes a lot further than education sometimes. I mean, mm. really, you deal with people a lot. That's a big, it's a big factor. So, for sure. Well, you guys are headquartered in Covington, uh, building a new building right now. Yep. Uh, when do you guys go into that? Probably early first quarter. First quarter week. now? Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I didn't know if we'd make it here before year end or not. Well, we have some issues with permits and everything with the county and, and right. just, you know, uh, basic problems with building building your own place. Yeah. But that'll be exciting for you, I know. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, yep. I'm optimistic. I'm thinking December. So okay. we're going to get in well, it and good. we're going to fill that up and we're going to outgrow it in two years and be moving to, to a 40,000 square foot facility. So, but that facility is going to be fabrication. So we'll be doing, um, hopefully shipping whole buildings out across the country, uh, modular pump skids, that kind of stuff. That's what our, that's what we're going, that's what we're building this building for. So, but yeah. That's awesome. Let's talk about how you got started. I always love hearing, uh, uh, origin stories and it sounds like you two guys have a good one. Go ahead, Kevin. All right. So, uh, Kevin Van Horn, uh, president of HVH, uh, much like Craig, he and I just manage the day-to-day operations of the business, go out and meet customers and, and try to sell our services throughout the city. Um, I first started, I actually worked in, in construction with my dad uh, for his company, and, and he owned a plumbing company out of Conyers, so Van Horn Plumbing. Um, helped him in the summers um he would actually pick me up at the house every morning and we would go to work and he'd drop me back off even before i could drive and then, then when i was able to drive i'd just meet him on the jobs and started driving some of his trucks and everything but um but it really just started in the industry there in residential construction um and then the, the big the big housing market bubble popped in, in late 07 and 08 and and the um the future didn't look that great as far as, as working in that industry. So he actually pushed me to join local 72 because he knew people down through the years that had done that. And, uh, and it was, it was more of a career instead of a job. Uh, so, you know, at originally he was talking about doing it with me because like I said, work wasn't looking that great for, for either of us. Um, but he backed out and I said, well, you know what? I, I think I'm going to do this. So I started as a plumber, uh, got got hooked up with a, a mechanical contractor out of Atlanta, and uh, and went to work at a hospital in Athens. My first job. So uh, I spent a lot of time as a plumber, um, which I enjoyed. I'm actually a licensed plumber now as a result of that. But uh, you know, I started I started learning a lot more about the welding and the uh, the pipe fitting industry uh, more so than the plumbing, and kind of gravitated towards that. So. I uh, did that for a couple of years. Uh, I excelled in that. Um, I was a certified welder. Um, one thing about Craig and I, when we pushed the apprenticeship program, we are actually products of that program. We went through just like everybody else did and, and learned as much as we could and, and tried real hard, and here we are. But I uh, 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 actually excelled in, in the pipe fitting portion of the industry, and I was kind of given an opportunity for uh, to be a service technician, and uh, and that worked out really well. I was able to learn the the trade from start to finish, and and even after you know it's the project's turned over to the customer, uh, I was able to learn how to service the customer for the the lifetime of the building. So that's that's pretty much how we got going, or how I got going. Yeah. And do, a, I, and do I remember correctly that you were like one of the youngest certified plumbers in in the state? 
Uh, I'm I'm not sure that I, I was that. I, I um uh, I actually went through an apprenticeship competition at one point and um and made it all the way to a national level. So that was that was a lot of fun. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. So what got you and Craig together to uh, to to start up the company? Well, we just we kind of saw a need. Uh, you know, the city had a need for for a, con- a new contractor, another contractor, someone that could uh, could bring quality services to Atlanta. You know, and I'm, there's plenty of contractors that do just that. But but um, you know, we, we thought that the the industry could benefit from you know a tight knit family run organization that provided quality service and quality workmanship to its customers. That and we saw the, the obviously the benefits of owning your yeah, own well, company, and, and I think you guys are proving that out. So yeah. yeah, definitely. A lot of corporate companies are getting well. A lot of family-owned companies have turned corporate and getting bought out. And like I said, it's easy to go in and give better customer service along with quality. You know, so that's where we, that's where we're at. So, so how did COVID affect you guys, um, both positively and negatively? I would say <clears throat> positively, when the buildings were empty, we were going in to replace any equipment, uh, changing out chillers, um, doing things you couldn't do when the buildings were full, and it was saving customers money on the end because they weren't paying for weekend shutdowns or overtime. We were doing them during regular business hours. Um, you know, I think that was a that was a positive of it. Um, I'm trying to I mean to think of a negative, I. We stayed busy. We were actually very fortunate. Right when it hit, you know, we um, we got on a big project that we had to start, and after that, it started just ramping back up. So we, I think we were one of the four. We were lucky, to be honest. I, I guess. I mean, lucky, or that's what I like to say. I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but we really didn't have that much negative. Right, and and, and your labor force was fine. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. you didn't have problems there. So that was a good thing. Yeah, I think the larger firms got hit hard. <clears throat> they, um, you know, they were losing guys. Uh, they just couldn't keep them busy. So I know a lot of the hospitals were um, were going from projects. They were shutting projects down and just doing only emergency service calls. That happened. Um, but like I said, if you were a larger company, relied on that. They got they got hit pretty hard. But we we were lucky. We were fortunate. You know, a lot of our um, office customers, you know, we, we work for the, the buildings, the property property mm-hmm. management firms, more so than than the, you know, the tenants. But the, we service tenants as well, and, and the tenant work kind of comes along with being in the building working for the property manage, management firms. Um, uh, you know, we saw some of that slow down. Some of the tenants that stayed home, um, you know, they weren't running their equipment as much as they normally would. Um, like Craig said, the, the hospitals, you know, they kicked everybody out that wasn't providing, you know, um, the emergency services. Um, we, we had a little bit of an upset in the uh, commercial office space arena, but, um, but it's coming back. Yeah, and I think it will come back. I yeah. mean, there's obviously different differing views on that, but uh, I think over time that that will come back. It yeah. will. It will. I think so. Working at home for me, I it's hard for me to stay motivated working at home. I got to be in front of people, and I think that, um, like I said, working at home it just doesn't do it for me. I don't know why. I got to have personal personal face to face, so it helps. It, it keeps me. I think it keeps moving companies moving forward because you can bounce ideas off each other. 
versus sitting at home with a jacket on in your boxers, you know, talking on the on the Zoom call. It just doesn't do it for me. Right. So. But hey, traffic's been nice. Yeah, it's been much better, hasn't it? It yeah. has. Yes. yes. So where 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 do you see the economy going uh, forward? I, I know you guys have got big growth plans, and and we're part of that. So thank you for having us uh, as part of your team. But uh, why don't you talk a little bit about what you see in terms of the growth plans, uh, not only for the company but 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 for Atlanta as a city? I think hospitals are definitely going to keep on going. They're going to get busier. I, I think that's going to happen. Um, office buildings, I. I I don't see it slowing down for a couple of years. I mean, you got supply chains that are all messed up. We've got, I've got, I've got chillers, air handlers, all kind of stuff ordered right now, and the supply chain just waiting for the parts to come in. So, I mean, when the parts do come in and people start coming back to work even more, you're going to have the more people coming to work is going to be more work because you got more heat load in the building, more drains backing up, and then all the parts that I have ordered are going to be hitting to come in. I mean, you're looking. I mean, we're busy. We're already booked through next year with just projects. I mean, I'm just waiting on the equipment to hit. As soon as it hits, we're going to start throwing it in, you know, fast as we can, of course, you know, while we're training new guys. Right, because you have to continually hire up, right? Definitely. We go off of uh, usually a revenue a truck. You know, you you see trucks going from 400000 a year per truck. You probably need to start hiring, you know. Truck goes over five hundred thousand a year. You're you're running pretty. You're running hard. Mm-hmm. So when the, per truck, you know, if you're doing ten million a year, you take five hundred divided by how many trucks you got. But typically, that's where we start hiring at. So you see four hundred thousand in revenue per truck. You start looking to hire some guys. Folks, we're here chatting with Craig Harrison and Kevin Van Horn. They're with HVH Mechanical Partners. Um, guys, I'm interested in just the. You've had obviously had great success six years now as as a company. You've had tremendous growth. Yeah. Um, talk about that shift in roles. You started out, you know, doing a lot of work yourself, I guess. Yeah. And and then you you've really turned it into where you're managing the company. Talk about that transition. Yeah. Over time, and and give some advice to other entrepreneurs that want to get to where you you've you've come to. Well. You go from turning wrenches and running calls to being a babysitter. That is the key factor. You know, you dealing with people is a, you got to learn different emotions or what makes some people happier. Some people, you know, money makes them happy. Some people, but um, those are the easiest people for us to take care of. They are. Yeah, they definitely are. Like here's, here's, you know, I always joke with my wife. I'm like, I got some $10 gift cards from Starbucks in my truck. I'll just give you one when you get mad at me. So it doesn't work with her, <laughs> but, um, I always try it. Doesn't work good. Okay. So, but no, I, I'm, you know, you got guys that some guys just want training. Some guys just want to be left alone. Some mm. guys want specific tools. You know, some guys like snap on tools, proto, you know what I mean? Some mm-hmm. guys, that's, that's what keeps them happy. You got to learn what keeps them happy. Um, you know, I, I was lucky to to be to. I looked at him as a mentor. You know, our old boss we used to work at. He was probably he kept the old company we worked at afloat. I mean, really, he was great at his job, and you could um, you could learn a lot from that guy because he knew what kept people happy. He would recruit people. He was always recruiting. He would go chase guys down the road and like follow. Like he seen a mechanical contractor van go by, he's going to follow that van and go talk to him. But we, we learn a lot from that guy as far as dealing with people. So I had an idea what we was getting into, 
um, you know, you'll learn that guys in this trade, they're really, they act tough, but they ain't, you know, they, uh, <laughs> they like, I mean, you just got to keep them happy. So they like care and feeding just like anyone else. They do. Yeah, right. They do. Well, and, and when we first left, we, uh, it was just Craig and I in vans and we were, uh, we were meeting customers. We would, we would actually have dress clothes in the van and change on the job and, and go to a customer meeting and then get back to the van and put our uniforms back on and go, go back to work. Or, or we would, you know, it was, I can remember, remember pulling up to a job, uh, just outside of Buckhead. We had some guys working probably a year after we left and, and we showed up, everybody's sweaty and nasty and working and, and, uh, we pull up in dress clothes after meeting a customer and they're looking at us like, come on guys, just help us, just help us out. So, and we did, you know, we, we got out of the vans, threw our dress clothes in the, in the van and, and put our uniforms on and, and went to work with those guys. And, and, you know, you, you'd probably be surprised that actually goes really far with a lot of technicians to see the owners come out and, and work with them instead of just spout orders from, uh, from the office. Um, but you know, as, as an early entrepreneur, somebody that's kind of getting into this on their own, I mean, Ours was, we didn't have problems until we started having employees. So there's a lot of, a lot of problems that come along with employees. Now, employees are great. You know, they offer freedoms for the, the entrepreneur, but, but they are tough to manage sometimes. And that's a skill set all on its own. It's just managing, managing people. But, um, but yeah, we started out in vans, um, working right alongside the guys and then, Really, the shift come about where we had a lot of guys on the payroll, and our responsibility changed from working with them to keeping them busy. So mm-hmm. we we had to get out of the vans and and start selling work. Just to you know, we're responsible for their paychecks. Absolutely, that's, that's how yeah. we look at it. Yeah. Uh, Not only that, but uh, but their families their and families. the other exactly. people that rely on them. Exactly. Yeah. So when when you know we had to get out of the vans, Craig actually got out of a van before I did. I kind of held on to that. I think a little longer than he did. But, uh, um, yeah, we just, it was a struggle at first, but we got through it. So it's got to help you work in, I would think in, in working with your employees that you've actually been in a van and you've actually turned the oh, ranch. Uh, yeah. you've, you've been there, done that. Yeah. Well, it, it does help, um, especially when they run into problems that they may not have seen before. Even today they'll call and, and. We want them to feel like, and I'm, I'm sure they do, that they have somebody to talk the problem out with instead of, you know, you, you get some salespeople in, in certain companies that they've, they just, they sell work. They've never actually done the work. Um, but, but we like to offer that to our guys, you know, the technical support they need. And we learn from them, they learn from us, and it just works. So, you want to talk a little bit about your apprenticeship program? Definitely, yeah. <clears throat> so like I said earlier, um, so it's Local 72, it's um, Mechanical Trades Institute. So like I said, what it does is start out, you come in as a helper. So you may be a helper for six months to a year. It depends on when you start, get signed up in the local with the union. So you start your class, you go to a little interview, and they the committee interviews you, and you become an apprentice. So you're in that apprenticeship program, first year, second year, third year, and you get a raise each year. Um, off progression, but you basically go through that five years when you turn out, um, it offers, um, you know, there's no student debt. There's, um, good pay. I mean, you get out, it's, it's very, very easy to make 
hundred, hundred twenty five thousand a year. Because also, especially if you're a service technician, you get a you get a vehicle, gas is paid for. Um, like I said, I, trade schools. It's just um, it's a good gig. There's no the main thing is like I said, student debt. I mean, these colleges are just student loans are killing people. Um, and there's like I said, and this is a shortage right now. I mean, you if you can find a good technician or you're a technician, especially that can weld which is a pipe fitter. You know, you can go through as a pipe fitter, a plumber, or a service technician. Mm. If you go through as a pipe fitter for a while and learn how to weld and become a service technician, you're way more valuable um, right now. But I, like I said, it's definitely look it up. Website, local72.com, Mechanical Trades Institute. It's a um, it's a real good good thing, like I said. So me and him, me and Kevin, like I said, both went through it. We were actually uh, we were actually apprenticed the year for our class or apprentice of the year. Um, of your class is what it is. So, you're you start in the first year when you turn out, they'll have an apprentice of the of the of that class. So, but Kevin won his, and I got mine. But they gave us some money. I think we got like, I think it was like thousand dollars. Some tools, yeah, a handful of tools. You know, drills, just yeah, just yeah. prizes of the industry. Yeah, yeah. it was a good. That's a good gig. But um, that's cool. You can go enter. They got a the the. Trade school, I mean, the good thing about it is, you know, there's good there's good technicians that just learned in the field, of course. I mean, we, we, try, to, we try to get them as much as we can that just learn hands-on. The school, you know, it gives you – it gives you the theory out of the book. You know what I mean? Refrigeration, you, got, you know how it works, you know, some guys. Mm-hmm. But theory out of the book, it's good to know it. Mm-hmm. And it's just – it's a good uh, – Good thing to learn on that. They teach you electrical. You have refrigeration, um, use and care tools. There's um, pneumatics. Uh, you know, a lot of pneumatics is going away these days, but, you know, it's going to digital, DDC. Um, pipe fitters, they, they get – pipe fitters have um, – they still doing steam fitting, Kevin? Is that what it is? Or Well, no, they just – they go over basic piping design. Um you know, uh, uh, installing appliances within the piping system. Uh, they teach you all that. They teach you all the related math. Uh, they teach you, um, you know, how the systems work, what, why we do what we do as far as the, the system design. Uh, teach you a, a lot of a lot of safety practices as far as how to handle the material, how to how to rig the material. Um, when you come out, you're you're extremely qualified to work anywhere. Um, you know, they have a huge welding facility. It's very nice. They've just actually built a new facility here in the last, what, three years, maybe? Yeah, three years. Yeah, so, and it's it's a fantastic school, fantastic program. Uh, I remember when I was actually an apprentice, they had a class in the old weld shop for journeymen who they would work all day, and uh, and they would need to, you know, brush up on some skills to maybe go take a job out of town or something like that. And then they would have the weld shop open, I think two nights a week. Um, and it was, it was free. You just, you went in, they supplied you with everything you needed minus, you know, your personal gear, you know, you'd have to bring your welding hood and jacket, but you know, all the rods were free. All the coupons were already cut. Everything was ready to go. So you could actually maximize all of the time that you, you, you could actually welding instead of, you know, going along with, with prep and pipe and, and everything. So it's, and, and the big thing for me is it was all free. I mean, you know, it was paid for by the, by the local and, uh, 
you know they really they really do invest in their in their guys and their people um and it's it's as long as you're a member you know it's, it's open to everybody if if you want to take the time to to spend extra time then then they're more than willing to help you with that yeah. um, i think the new schools actually you can go during the day like if you're between a job or something you can go during the day and weld it's open monday through friday and there is instructors that they were pipe fitters in the field they'll teach you what you need to know how to weld different angles but like i said a lot of guys will do also you have travelers they'll go do um power plant like st- like shutdowns and stuff like that they'll go out and and weld for they'll work seven seven tens or um seven twelve hour days and they'll may, they may work all year long and then take off and go deer hunting for mm-hmm. deer season so a lot of guys do that and they make good money but it's definitely um it's a it's a good trade so it's yeah. been been very like I said you start your own company eventually so that's I actually when I started when I got out of school I was debating on going for lineman or going to do HVAC or mechanical. Mm-hmm. And I chose this career because I could do side work. I mean, even if you don't want to start your own company and deal with the hassle, you can work during the day for a company. And then, you know, you're doing heavy, you're doing high rises and hospitals and stuff like that. You sure. can go home and change out your, your uncle's AC unit and, you know, pocket $1,500 cash, you know, I mean, yeah. So, I mean, young kid walking around, 23 years old, if he starts at 18, at 23 years old, he's turned out making 110, 120 a year working for a contractor, and then he's doing side work. I mean, you're doing doing good at that age. Yeah, so. for sure. Well, the, the fact you've been able to grow as much as you have in these last six years says you've been able to attract the talent to, to do those jobs, right? So yeah, we, talk, talk about what your secret is in getting that talent, because there's a lot of folks yeah. out there looking for the same – same uh, 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 talented, uh, skilled workers you are. Yeah, we can't tell all our secrets. So <laughs> okay. no, we won't tell, tell anyone. Our, yeah. <laughs> well, you know we we worked for you know we worked in the trade. So you you know around Atlanta you we worked in Atlanta downtown. You know I went in mostly any high rise on Peachtree Street I've been in. You know been in the plant. So you learn people. You know it's a small network. It's a lot smaller than what you think. Small network. That's that's a big thing. And you know. The technicians that we have, we if you're I always say, I mean, guys that if they're not they might can do an interview or they can fake interview when you come to but you can't like when you start working, if the guys aren't the best that come over here, they don't last but three to six months and we figure them out and we, we have to get rid of them. Like I said, we only recruit the best people. So our quality of work, customer service, I mean, as soon as we go in, we go in a building. If they're using another contractor, a lot of times we go in a building. They, I mean, we, they end up staying with us. They'll change, stay with us. We guys, we got. We've been fortunate to get, and usually, you know, guys that you're good guys, they flock together. Good technicians hang out. With good technicians, same yeah. as you know anybody. You are who you hang out with. You know, so it, it, that helps. You yeah, know, and, and you guys have been pretty active in social media, LinkedIn, and yeah, and social all media. Those. Yeah, I think, and you know. I think perception goes a long way too. You know, you gotta. We keep brand new vehicles. You know, we like guys got to be in uniforms. Um, Cause you go into a law firm, you don't want guys walking around t shirts slouchy. Like I said, we guys they gotta be clean cut. So, but we we try to look the par and 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 give quality service. So I think that goes a long ways. But 
Wow, great story here from Craig Harrison and Kevin Van Horn, folks, with HVH Mechanical Partners. Guys, this has been great. Uh, yeah. What a great story you've got. Congratulations on your success. Um, but maybe let's get you some business. Uh, tell folks how they can be in touch if they'd like to uh, do that. Yeah. So you go to the website. You can um, got a customer form on there. You can send a customer form in. You can uh, the phone numbers on there. Email. I mean, my I think I think my cell phone numbers on the website. To be honest, you can call me directly. Um, you can do that. That's about the easiest way to do it. LinkedIn. We're on LinkedIn pretty regularly. I throw it up on there. Local golf tournaments. We're going to be there. So, um, but yeah, we're around. So, if you see a van, pull it over. Get a card from them. But yeah, shouldn't be too hard to get in touch with us. Awesome, Craig Harrison, Kevin Van Horn. Thanks so much for being with us. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. Hey, folks. Just a quick reminder: this show is brought to you by Frazier and Dieter. Frazier and Dieter's brand promise is investing in relationships to make a difference. And they believe in taking the time to get to know their clients and each other through making the effort to support each other as they grow. We understand, they understand that supporting people as individuals can make a difference in their professional and personal lives. If you want to know more about Frazier and Dieter and the great work they do, go to FraserDieter.com. Roger, another great show. This has been fun. Yeah, thank you, John. Uh, thank you, Craig. And uh, we appreciate you and Kevin being here very much. And uh, another great success story. Yeah. And maybe we'll bring these guys back in a couple of years and we can talk about uh, we can talk about where they are then. <laughs> that's uh, right. And we'll remind them where they were today. Uh, that sounds like a great plan. I love it. I love it. And maybe by that time, your voice will be better, hey, too, right? Be I mean, back. <laughs> the Braves will have a trophy by then, right? So <laughs> that, that, that would be uh, something to look forward to. Uh, well, thanks again, Roger. This has been fun. And, uh, folks, uh, again, I'm John Ray. Join us next time here for another edition of Frazier and Dieter's Business Beat.